Hi, welcome to the Bada Boom Podcast. On this episode, Chris and I talk about Werewolf by Night, a special inspired by horror films of the 1930s and 40s that explores a new corner of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Listen in to hear our thoughts. Hey, what's up? What's up? We just got off of our Comic-Con High Weekend at New York Comic-Con. And it was easy to forget, but Werewolf by Night came out the Friday of Comic-Con. And I realized when I got home, I was like, oh, this is out. And I've got to watch it now, even though I've been walking around all day and I'm super tired. It's the perfect thing to end my day with, watching it at night, turn up the volume, and get that kind of scary kind of October vibe going. Yeah, it may have been easy for you to forget, but I did not forget. I was really <laughs> looking forward to it. And uh, it was it's probably the, the best Marvel project in a while, like in terms of like the, the way it made me feel like exciting and how different um, in a lot of ways it felt. But, um, you know, shout out to them for creating this this unique format to allow the team, Michael Giacchino and um, the creators to kind of have a platform where they can create something that's almost feels outside of the MCU and also something unique in terms of like the way they shot it, the music, the the sound design, all those things were so refreshing. It, I think what's great about Marvel and Kevin Feige as a producer is like just when you think you're out, they they find something to pull you back in um, and Werewolf by Night is very much that. Yeah, speaking of just like how they shot it and the format before we dive more into like the the episode or the, the movie itself, I think this really proves for Marvel that you don't have to do a Disney plus series or a huge like movie rollout for something you want to make. You can make these hour and a half long movies that, you know, don't have a whole bunch of actors in them, but have great quality production and are telling a great story to provide a lot of, background content for certain characters and we're going to eat them up on disney plus everything does not have to be a six-hour movie and that's what these you know disney plus shows have become they've become basically hey we would love to make something about this character it's like all right we probably have an idea for for a movie but how do we turn that into a series and that's definitely hurt the quality of some of those shows i think you know, things like Loki, Hawkeye were really solid, but things like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, what else? Um, some things are so forgettable. Uh, Moon Knight, Moon Knight, those things, they felt like, hey, like, it felt like you had like an hour of like really strong ideas. And the rest was just like, hey, you know, it's like trying to hit the word count on your essay. Yeah. <laughs> They're just putting a bunch of things in there. And you're like, hey, I don't really think you needed that. But this is refreshing, you know, pulling it back to Werewolf by Night, which we're talking about. And I think it, it needs to be talked about because it's so good. They found a way to create something fun, unique. That's a callback to classic horror movies. But also it does like even though it feels outside the MCU, it does have that little bit of humor. There's something that does attach it. You know, there are some jokes where you're like, oh, this would only happen in a Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there is a bit of that. And um, you need that because that's how you get people to tune into something like werewolf by night but it was great i, I love the performances i love the cinematography i love the sound design i told you this like a really good tip if you have an apple tv hook up your airpods because it is such a great 
sound experience, particularly it's directed by one of the greatest composers of our generation. So of course the sound is great. <laughs> the music, um, the sound effects is just great. I, I loved like the, the part where there's a transformation, like the transformation part, you don't get to see it. You're seeing it through like Elsa Bloodstone's reaction to it. And I thought that was amazing. That's a scene that's going to go down in Marvel history. That's like totally the style of like those old horror movies where like, they're like, we're not, we don't have the CGI effects. So we're going to, Make sure you are imagining what's happening. And like, that's also just why this, the sound design and like the score is so good because that's what's really bringing parts of this movie to life. Yeah. And Gael Garcia Bernal as Jack Russell was really good, um, especially in the beginning because, you know, for, for that first like 10, 15 minutes, which is a long time in this because it's only an hour, you know, he doesn't really say much and he really sort of portrays that you know that old movie star that has that that mystery to him and it definitely plays to it but you know by the time he starts speaking you're like oh this is a marvel hero <laughs> <laughs> you know the jokes um we get an appearance by you know man thing which i thought from the trailers and the the amount of time that they had that they'd only be in it for a little bit but they're a huge part of the story also appear in it like there is some moments where you're like, oh, shit, they did, you know, hold back some surprises and stuff. So it definitely gets me excited for the monster verse of the MCU. Like, I think it, it can live in its own little corner. And, you know, Marvel has so many different areas now. They have the cosmic. They have obviously now the horror elements. They have magic. They have science. So it's cool seeing like the MCU building out its world because before it was very focused on, you know, several characters like Iron Man, like the, the main Avengers. And now it feels like, hey, there's there's a world where, you know, the blip is not discussed all the time. <laughs> there's a world <laughs> where people, you know, are, you know, like in the case of Miss Marvel, live in New Jersey. Who wouldn't, who would have thought New Jersey exists in the MCU? Uh, things like that. So these are the kind of projects that, again, bring you back in where it reminds you like, hey, like we live in a great time where, yes, like some of these things can be better, but we just got to like a black and white werewolf by night Halloween special. Like how, <laughs> like how awesome is that? Yeah, it was really good overall. Like you said, like the Marvel humor really kind of like is sprinkled throughout, but also is what really enhances it. But I think overall, like the sound design and like the parts were like, oh, this is where I would probably be scared if I was a kid watching this. And like, this is my first like horror movie. Those are my like favorite parts, like the transformation and like the intense little fight scenes they have here and there. Those are the parts where I'm like, all right. This is exactly what I would have wanted as a kid watching a horror movie and getting to have that little happy ending part where everything turns into color at the end where we have like the resolution and also the fact that like we just randomly are calling man thing Ted. Throughout also, I used to be really scared of horror movies as a kid. So like those those have been the moments where I'm like, oh, OK, this isn't that scary. <laughs> but overall, like this is a great way to develop that monster verse and i think even more so now than ever as marvel is building out you know the monster verse and different parts of the mcu it just very much shows that there's something for everyone in the mcu and also in the comics it's just trying to expose those parts of 
the MCU and the comics to the right audience so they know, oh, that is for me. I want to buy into this. I want to invest in this and see all these cool things that have been created for all these years. Yeah, and it, it gives, hopefully, the, the streaming numbers reflect it. It gives them a platform to be like, hey, there are characters in the Marvel Universe that maybe we can introduce in this way versus like a cameo in another movie or a six hour Disney plus show. There's a way to have something like this. And it also gives directors a little more freedom, you know, to, to chase something or explore an idea that may not be exactly like werewolf by night in this format when black and white, you know, you have a director who, you know, has not directed many things, but has been a part of huge productions and is one of the greatest composers we have. But to give them a chance to um, to showcase their talent and, and go in different directions, I think this is probably one of the few Marvel projects recently where you feel like there's a vision. There's You can see what the filmmaker is trying to say versus like, oh, like, I feel like I'm just watching like... A machine you know blurred out something you know <laughs> yeah. like, hey it has to hit these notes it, it, it was cool there's no end credit scene with like blade showing up and being like i'd like to talk to you about the avengers <laughs> <laughs> or anything like that it's just or in this case i'd like to talk to you about the midnight suns but it's just like very much like hey this is a story if we never see elsa bloodstone jack russell or man thing again, it, I wouldn't be upset. This was amazing. This was great. And no one has to say those things again. Like, even with their history, I wasn't watching this and being like, oh, is Moon Knight going to show up? Like, <laughs> I was just enjoying it for what it was. I was a little bit thinking Moon Knight was going to show up here or there because we had talked about how this is one of his first appearances is in... Is it in the is it in a like a man thing comic or the werewolf by night comic? No, werewolf by night 32 is um Moon Knight's first appearance. And you know, there's an iconic fight between them. There's obviously also they have butt heads in other series, even in Moon Knight series. So they have a history. And you know, obviously when your first appearance is somewhere, you're like, all right, like maybe that. But I think again, what's great about this is just very much about this story this particular moment in time not the past not the future even when jack is talking about their transformation they're not giving you too much exposition as to how they turned into a werewolf or or circumstances it's like hey once a month i have to lock myself in and that's that's all they say there's there's nothing more like hey there's no flashbacks it's about this moment in time yeah which I think for a long time, we've tried to see a lot of the MCU try to connect itself through as many ways possible, through as much content as possible. And this didn't do that. Like you said, it's a very singular thing. You're there in the moment experiencing it kind of like as those characters are experiencing it. There's nothing in the future you're looking forward to. There's no real Easter eggs. You're like, oh, I can't wait to see if Moon Knight shows up. You're just focused on the actual story. And it's just a great movie for the time of the year it's a great little halloween movie for the mcu and the mcu fans yeah it's uh get ready for spooky season yeah all right so one last thing so like being with they have this new format the special presentation or the holiday special and we'll see it again with the um the guardians christmas special which should be mm-hmm. fun is there a character 
or part of the, the Marvel universe you would like to see in a special presentation? I'm only saying this because we've seen some of these characters show up recently, and I want to know what the plans are for them. But we've recently got Daredevil in the She-Hulk series. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. But I mean, but he's in every trailer for it. Yeah, that's that's fair. There's no spoiler. Marvel spoiled it for you. Uh, but I'm a big fan of the the Shield, the Hulk family. So if there's something that expands upon that uh, through like a you know a Hulk Christmas family thing or like a family reunion, because there are a lot of like Bruce Banner family members in the Shield series. Or if there's somehow you know like a Heroes of New York convention and Daredevil shows up and you see Luke Cage and then you see Jessica, something like that to where we kind of just know what's going on with the Defenders because we got Daredevil, but I I really like the actor that played Luke Cage, and I really like pretty much all the castings for the Defenders. Maybe Danny Rand is a, is a little bit of a problem, but they'll figure mm-hmm. that out in some way. But uh, just trying to figure out like what is going on with that now that we have Daredevil, and it's been relatively confirmed that this is the same Daredevil from the Netflix series. So... I think an hour special, like, because we, I think like six hours in a Disney Plus series is going to be really dry and like not engaging enough. I think you, you just need an hour special friends catching up at, up at a bar and being like, oh yeah, hey, this, here's what's going on with my life. And then boom. All right, cool. Let's move on to the, the next thing. We feel more filled in. We feel more connected with what was going on with that or whatever is or could be going on with the Hulk family. What about you, though? What do you want to see connected or spotlight shine, shined on through uh, some of these series? Yeah, I mean, for, for me, I would actually, this has already been a Disney Plus series, but I would love for them to go back to Moon Knight and, you know, basically reboot it by going to that street level thing. You know, having him in New York, having him be Jake Lockley, you know, the cab driver and sort of seeing him fight crime at that level like i i really didn't like him you know that huge giant kaiju fight at the end of the moon knight series i was like this is not moon knight at all (laughs) so i think there's an opportunity to kind of like you know reset a character with this um with this format like you know it would be cool to kind of see the the him in the context of new york and um what that looks like and um mr knight and you know, I, I I don't want like I want more Moon Knight. I, I want more Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight, but I don't think I, I need a series or a movie um, for that. Like I would love this kind of format and and for it to be as action packed as as brutal as it can be, and then maybe he appears in something else. Yeah, I think it would be cool to have like a like a Heroes of New York kind of series. It's like maybe four or five episodes, but just each episode's just on. Here's what Moon Knight's doing. I mean, you know, it'd be a good special Heroes for Hire, you know? Hey, let's do it. Bring Danny and Luke. It's an hour. You know, they're private detectives. People come to them with a case. They solve it quickly, kick some ass. You know, again, I feel like some of these things they've they've definitely stretched or, you know, they they have people writing TV as a movie. (laughs) <laughs> or vice versa yeah so it, it becomes very muddled you know what i mean tv should feel like tv in a lot of ways like hey it should have 
feel episodic and um, have good pacing versus like, hey, this feels like a movie that you just didn't cut down. Um, but yeah, again, bringing it back to Werewolf by Night, I thought it was perfect. If I was being nitpicky, some of the humor, I was like, this is very Marvel and doesn't really belong here. But, you know, again, it has to be there to to make people tune in. You know, when people see that Marvel logo, you know, see at the beginning, they're like, hey, like, why are they referencing the Avengers and stuff like that? Like, those are things to to bring in people. And again, that's why Kevin Feige such and the team there are such great producers. They make you care about things that, you know, most people don't care about. They they yeah. bring in hulk in the third thor movie or you know do things like that to elevate certain characters and so i think the humor and sort of that little like prologue at the beginning make people connect to it and hopefully you know the streaming numbers reflect it so we could get more of these yeah let's get more of them i think they're a really good format to balance out some things that are those series, some things in the full production movies, they're really going to medium just to make that connection a little bit stronger and make those introductions be a little bit more firm. Yeah. But until next time, we get a, a new special. Bada boom. Bada boom. Thank you for listening to the Bada Boom podcast. Keep the conversation going on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Get in the comments on our YouTube channel and let us know what you'd like to hear next. And please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen.